and gentlemen, it's time for the Florida Podman! Welcome back to episode... No. Welcome to episode three. I'm inside your head after last week. Notice how I've learned things. Yeah, you get um, there. You get there. <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, we, uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good You're whatever it is. I don't know why I went. Over, we're not even day. recording this in the afternoon. I don't know why I went in with afternoon there. It felt like an afternoony thing to say, but it's not. Well, well, here we are, the Florida Podman. My name is Chris. I'm withholding my name because I'm embarrassed. <laughs> what we do is we tell. Uh, kind of stories that we found around florida you may remember this from a while ago uh we did it at least once uh, a funny f- funny story that somebody in florida has has done and it might be it might be law breaking but it's generally something that's worthwhile reporting it stands out and then we tell a story and that's it that's it that's yeah. the we used to do a little as a little bit of a competition but now we're just it seems like we just enjoy listening to each other tell the stories yeah, so that's and hopefully good. you do too loyal listener yeah <laughs> yeah it's all about you the listener i mean actually this is one of those things where even if we weren't getting listened to which what is do you mean, handy <laughs> uh i'd actually i'd still want to be researching these stories and hearing the ones that you found as well yeah uh, la- last week i told one about that senator and i was really surprised that that wasn't one of the stories that you've you'd selected i can show you my same stories and two, is it in there? Yeah. Two, oh, you can Two weeks in a row. That's two, and, and it's, two it's, weeks in a row. You know, and, and we were kind of talking uh, before we started recording this season. In all, I think all five previous seasons, we've alternated who goes first each week. Yes. And we've decided, um, Chris is going to, we kind of like into like a, a chat show. We've got our main guest every week and Chris is going to take care of that. Now, again, we don't know what stories each other are going to tell. Um, so Chris, we just, Chris will go first. I'll kind of come in with a quicker story and then we'll add some extra stuff at the end kind of thing. And then I think it was just before we started recording last week's episode, I was like, why did I do this? Because I run the risk of now you basically like stealing my story every week. And so far, we're two for two. That's, yeah, that's it. Now, but we always did have a couple of stories to fall back on, didn't we? We always yeah. did. And, and, I, and, a I will say, and a plan B. I will say that my reaction to your story are genuine because I saved these stories months and months and months ago. Like I don't remember them to be honest with you, you know, and that's, you know, again, we, we don't practice these. I'm not, you know, standing in front of a mirror or in front of my row of, you know, um, ventriloquist dummies that I have practicing my clowns. Yeah. Teddy bears. Um, well, we just kind of, I, 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 think, I think the spontaneity, I think we surprise ourselves yes. when reading our own stories sometimes. Yes. And just, that's the thing. That's what I was going to add here. That what I generally do is I get a feel for the story and then go, yeah, this is this is it's not just a good story. It's it's a, I can see where it, it where the storytelling will go. So I stop. I hold back and go. I'll wait until the end. Yeah. So I'm so I read it for the first time myself, and, and I'm the same. I just get a feel for it. Yeah. But even if you were telling the story and I'd seen it, it's like you're you're picking out bits that I've long yeah. that've long gone. And, yeah. and I think if anybody does think that we practice these or this is scripted or anything like that. And we haven't had one this season so far. We had one on our spring break special. But if anybody thinks that this is rehearsed, the way that you mangle people's names should tip people off that this is not <laughs> practiced at all. And I love, I love the fact, and I really hope we get to one of these soon. When you're just reading, you're saying, this guy came down the street. And then all of a sudden, you suddenly, and yeah, so the police said that this guy, his name is, and there's a pause, <laughs> and I know it's coming. 
I'll just kind of sit yeah, back in my, my wing yeah. back chair and get comfortable and wait for the the, the horror show to unfold. Of, of well, fir- name. the first week, first week we did this, I didn't have a name. It was a yeah, Mr. Anonymous, Anonymous type thing. Um, the, last week we had the Latin guy. Uh, this week, um, I haven't even scrubbed to see if I if there is a name in this. Like so it. this is going this is going to be a, a, a bit of fun for us all. Uh, should we Should we begin? Let's. I'm going. The reason why I want to tell this story is because we, even the most sane person, will have wanted to try this, and you, and and if the moment arrives where it's the prime that everything's working out right the planets have aligned and you go oh if this was a video game i'd be doing this right now so you may just notice on the video here because as you said that i look down at my phone because i'm checking my headline on my story to think "Uh uh-oh he can't and it's no i think you're safe (laughs) you've, you've nicked my story but no no we're good keep going sorry okay this is the the headline is just brilliant, okay? Because I I get the 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 feeling that sometimes you read the headline and they go, yeah, I'm not going to get much more than that. It's told everything, but this one is a headline that not only tells everything I need to know, but I just want to get some added journalistic information. Here we go: Nissan Altima driver can't resist car carrier ramp, comma crashes near top. Amazing, <laughs> and I have this in my list. <laughs> do, do you really? Not the one I'm prepping right. for now, but good. I have that one. But okay. again, I think, where was I? I would have been away. I would have been back in Canada when I got a lot of these stories. So, oh, I haven't seen this for like months, month, three, four yeah, months. Well, so I, yeah. This one I saw last night, and it was just irresistible. And I do have... A few others that I was going to. It's Simpsons hit and run to. on the Super Nintendo. It's isn't exactly it? that, yeah. and, and it doesn't even feel that bad. Like it doesn't even feel. But it's just the. I like this part of the headline. Can't resist car carrier ramp. Of course you can. Just, you know what I mean, though, right? So, so uh, I mean, I'll show you the picture, so you know exactly what's what's the situation. It's that's that's the crash. Exactly what yeah. would happen if I just. I think it would be one of those things, like if it was the last day on Earth, like if the if the meteorite was coming. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's right. I'd go for it. So the the the, the thing about these sort of like uh, the American transport vehicles is that there are some differences to how they're done in in the UK. We do have these transporter type vehicles, but the 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 proper ones that you see in movies where they where nothing goes wrong and the go the car goes up it uh, but i've i've seen these the bottom of the ramp doesn't quite hit the floor yeah. so i imagine if you drove into it you would just bounce Smash off it, it. Yeah. it and, yeah for those that are, so, are kind of that are trying to visualize it, it's it's chris referring to the those big trucks with like the little ramp bridges on that transport like new cars to the dealership like, yeah you see the that's car right the they've got like nine cars on the back of the truck that's it like, yeah on a couple of little layers it's, it's like car lasagna it, almost in in the UK, you see a lot of them uh, as, as double decker style ones, yeah. so it's not going to work anyway. But in films, so in America, essentially, you'll see them so that when they're driving, the ramp is is still accessible, and that's obviously what's happened here. Here we go. Have uh, 
Now, actually, that the story is going to repeat some of the things that I've already mentioned. So, have you ever seen a car carrier with its ramp down and thought about driving onto it just like in the movies? Yes. Well, some of us, if not most, do. But I can guarantee you that only a handful have actually done it. Just like this Nissan Altima driver from an incident in Venice, Florida. That's another one where I can get my uh, Google Maps out, and I'll, I'll begin that in a second. But it was it was at night time, and it's got like palm trees at the side of the road. Lovely. Um, the Venice Fire Rescue uh, received a call around 10.30 p.m. Uh, for an accident near the intersection of Pinebrook. Oh, so I'll be able to find that. When the rescuers arrived at the scene, they found a middle-aged man in the driver's seat. So he's he's up on the thing. It wasn't <laughs> it wasn't riding. clear. Yeah, it wasn't clear whether the climb onto the ramp was intentional or if this was a because it could have been, couldn't it? He's like he's he's driving behind the thing and then he looks over to go, Whoa, there's a new there's a new Miller's bar opening on the sides, <laughs> and, the and then he goes, ah, and he goes up to the top. Okay, um, but uh, the ultimate, but so that does negate some of the headline really because it says he couldn't resist it. We're all thinking no, he, that we couldn't resist it. But there's a giant truck in front of you with reflectors <laughs> and all sorts of things on it. Nah. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah he's going. This is it's my time. Yeah. I'm not going to get this. Like he probably did it about 17 years ago and thought ah, oh, I should have done it then. And he's never had that opportunity. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's my time. I, I do think and... that when these things are driving, they do like elevate the ramps. Like you said, like maybe, you know, a yeah. foot off the road or something like that. So it yeah. had to have been down. It had to have been stationary. Therefore, ergo, this is yeah. intentional. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Um, car, it, of note, the car carrier was said to be dropping off a vehicle. I've just realised now it's it's stationary. Mm-hmm. Like the guy is thinking. It's not in the middle of the road. It'll be on the side of the road. And you don't drive. It's on the side. Where yeah. The car is parked on the side of the road. The photo fo- the photo has the car the the van at the side. Yeah, or not van, whatever it is. Uh, to avoid further damage, damage the driver was told to stay inside the vehicle until the rescuers were able to stabilise the precariously positioned car, and it was like... No, it's not at like the edge the of a back... cliff. Like, it's not going to fall it was, into No, a, it was. Like it was like the coyote. Italian job. Yeah, it's the Italian job where there's gold in the boot. Uh, no, it, it was... Um, About eight feet it off is, the ground. Yeah, so basically, it, it when you look at this photo, and, and I'm going to show you the photo again, it looks like there's more off the side than there is on the actual... Well, what's interesting is if I was driving forwards up that thing, you would think if you go, if you kind of get off kilter, the front of your car is going to be hanging over the edge. Oh, the off back, the edge? The back the of back. his car is hanging yeah. over the edge there. So he's kind of so how's happened? Mate, done a spin. He's done like a 360 or a 180. <laughs> like no Tony Hawk. The physics make no sense yeah. here. Okay, so um, the ultimate speed when the accident happened wasn't disclosed. So, I mean, maybe maybe just not practice the maneuver. Mm-hmm. Um so he's, he's inside the car. Rescuers uh, had to secure the front part with industrial straps while a wrecker used uh, to stabilise the rear. It was only then that the driver was safely removed. The they should have brought in my guy from, uh, from episode one, the, the car headlift guy, the guy that gets under the car with his head and like lifts the car up. People can do that. Yeah. So this is the... Um, again, the so this is Facebook. Uh, on Facebook, they have a picture of the actual thing. Um, and when you click into it, you've obviously got a lot of people's comments and stuff. Um, 
it it it's a, an Anna Blake, Anna Blake Deshane, Deshane, Anna Blake, Anna name. Blake Deshane. I think I think the thing uh, I like about when you do these names is you get it wrong, and you know what? You just you don't even you don't even stop and think and how to do it. You just keep going and keep going, and it's kind of like modeling clay. Eventually, you just if you if you mush it enough, it'll take form. I love it. Yeah, so what she says is that in defence of the car carriers, people request their vehicles to be delivered in the most unreasonable places. So that's saying saying that it wasn't the car, the car thing, the the, the person the dropping off the car. The that's car not, thing. That's not the car thing. The transport. That's like article it guy that you had last week. The journalist was the article. <laughs> yeah. The driver was the car thing. Um. So that so that she's sticking up from. However, Veronica Harris. She goes, he wanted to do a movie stunt and run up the ramp and jump to escape the people chasing him. I love how Veronica's angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's so you got basically people just saying that. Now the reactions are mixed with shock. Most of them are laughing though. They're doing that envy. emoji where it's Envy goes, is where I am. And envy is where Because we're 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 all going, I won't do this. But uh I've always wanted to that do That should be one of those experience days. You know, you can go, like, drive an F1 car around a track or, like, do whatever, yeah. you know. Like, they should have... That's a- right. N- Nuremberg. Nuremberg? No, the Nürburger. The Nürburger. We're going to have an experience day to try Nazis. <laughs> where is it? It's something in Germany Nürbur- where you can Nürbur- just put... Nürburgring? Nürburgring? Nürburgring. Nerfurder. Nerfurder. Uh, so, anyway, just on the comments side of things, I, I, this is on... If you go onto the Reddit uh, post... Uh, for this Florida man or whatever, somebody said, uh, "This is." It feels like they've replied to each other, and that's the reason why it's pointing out. Uh, somebody says, "I've always wanted to do that," then somebody else replies, "He did it." <laughs> <laughs> somebody says, "We've always thought it." So, uh, but I like that. He says, "We, I've always wanted to do that," but he did it. So it's been heralded as a bit of a hero. It seems on the internet. Mm. There you go. That's my story. Finally decanted stuff <laughs> yeah excellent thank you chris for your welcome, contributions they're always appreciated um, <laughs> we're going live i think i think we're we've had a long recording session today and i think we're getting a little giddy which is fine i like it <laughs> yeah we've not had any non-alcoholic beer though no and for a while that is no. season six has been alcohol free free is that too wrong? So we're, dr- we're drunk, is what you're saying. <laughs> we're dr- drunk on nothing yet. Yeah. Okay, over to me. Um, here we go. Short and sweet. Florida man bitten in the face by an alligator while playing disc golf. It's a disc golf. Wait, hang on a minute. Yeah. yeah, I know what disc golf is, so I'm just trying to... I know you're going to do this, but my immediate thought is he's gone to pick up his frisbee and... It was like in an alligator's mouth already, and maybe that's how it's. No, no, I, I, he's, I can't he's, wait. He was playing disc golf against an alligator, and they got into a fight, and he, the alligator <laughs> bit his face. Is <laughs> so his arms are pathetically too short to to make this a fun game? He puts it on his tail, and like spins it around like you spin a pistol around your finger, and then ah, swings it. Excuse me, that's exactly how you do it in a cartoon. It is. Uh, a Florida frisbee golf player. I mean, just frisbee golf in itself. I mean, I, it's fun. I've played frisbee golf, but golf, serious frisbee with all the ease. It just doesn't. Florida frisbee golf player was bitten in the face. I just surely. So, if if you got bitten here, then you're right there. 
you would say an alligator bit me on the arm. On the arm. Right? On the leg. Why in yeah. the face? Why not on the face? <laughs> Just on the face. On the face. In the face. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. In the face would be like it got inside your mouth and, like, from the inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, the... like alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, part of my skull has been eaten. Yeah, bitten. Yeah. Man, the English language, it's... A... <laughs> Let's get back on track, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> Florida Frisbee golf player was bitten in the face by an alligator while retrieving one of the discs from a lake at a Largo Park, according to a report. So, uh, a Largo? Uh, A-L? So, it's... No, a... At, so, I would say a park in Largo. Largo's a town. Uh, so La- Largo, park. Florida. Yeah. Like Fargo. Well, I tell you what, Largo is all like a travel sunny. agency, aren't you? Yeah, that's exactly like, right. Advise uh, I'm... <laughs> um, there, there are a few parks. Maybe it's one of them. I might get into this. Oh, here it is. Do you see Taylor Park? Um, well, I don't see that one. But I mean, this is riveting for the listeners. Let's, let's keep going. Uh, here's our guy, Travis Spitzer. Uh, was 40 years old, was waist deep in the lake at Taylor Park around 5 a.m. when the gator struck, grabbing him by his face and forcing him to fight for his life. Uh, Oh, my God. It's turned. Yeah, our friend was ultimately able to free himself and flee to safety. Spitzer Spitzer was hospitalized with cuts to his face and hands, but is expected to recover. I thought that was going to say, but he recovered the Frisbee. Like, I thought that was the main part of the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we want to know what happened to the Frisbee. <laughs> now, this is not the first time that Travis Spitzer has waded into alligator-infested lakes. He's been busted for trespassing before for plunging into the water to retrieve discs for another Frisbee golf player in January of 2020 before lockdown right okay so probably he thinks yeah this is all right i can do this i've done it before now the problem is you're looking for a career change chris go for it when we move to florida so uh these frisbee uh golf players have told wfla which is the news channel that there are people on these courses and they their job is to retrieve frisbees um, people typically charge three dollars to go into the water to retrieve the discs. The discs oh typically cost about eighteen dollars. So yeah, so this is uh, this is Rob Fitzgerald. Now, it's like Fitzgerald, but the Gerald is J A R R A L D. Rob Fitzgerald. Oh my God! Yeah. Says I don't go wading deep in the water. The guys that do are called squids. They do that. In- <laughs> They do that for money. So squids. Squids is the job title. Can you imagine? What do you do for a living? I'm a squid. What, what does that mean? So I, collect, what... I collect frisbees from <laughs> alligator-infested lakes at a golf course. What I've done is I've posted in the chat in, in our I've heard in a Slack. Of things. Yeah. yeah. I've posted a picture of Taylor Park disc golf and the lake in oh, question. Uh, uh, and they're they're right next to each other. And, and interestingly, uh, across the other side of town at me i'm such a local here there is a place called extreme fun center and that would be more appropriate for this story i think but it's yeah. no it's not it's john I think anything Park. like that like a place like that with extreme fun center it's probably not that fun <laughs> it's like a chinese restaurant that's got like tastier delicious golden delicious <laughs> yeah 
yeah like you shouldn't need to tell us you know we let us decide <laughs> that for ourselves so uh yeah this is our, our one of our frisbee golf players uh rob fitzgerald here just basically say yeah these squids go in uh, they do it for money so the florida fish and wildlife conservation commission began collecting alligator bite information in 1928 and in pinaeus county which we've been to pinaeus county before yes we have um how many alligator bites since 1928? So just over, or just under 100 years. How many uh, reported alligator uh, attacks do we have in Pinellas County? Well, give, give me the date range again. 1928 to present. Nine, so nearly 100 years. Yeah, so, so, so nearly 100 years. I'm going to say there have been 40. Close, 31. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, th- that's the reason why I went low because usually I make these gross over gross it's over like sharks. It's like sharks. It's because you watch Jaws. It's you know sharks don't. You think it happens every weekend and yeah. it's not. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, what I'm they're... trying to what I'm trying to see is is because because this lake it doesn't appear to be attached to a sea. So I'm just following a creek. Uh, to see how the alligators get in, because presumably that once they're but in, they crawl. Like I've seen in. video of, of gators like running across golf courses and stuff like that. So you know they take the number sixteen. Do you think bus. they're just on the move? Yeah. So. <laughs> or maybe they're flushed yeah, okay, out of a, maybe they're flushed down a toilet as baby alligators, like that movie from them days. You know, the thirty yeah. alligator, whatever it is. Yeah. Jump the alligator. Yeah. So I mean, that's basically my story. Is this this guy isn't the first time he's he's you know been arrested or got attacked by a gator and he's a, yeah. he's a squid. been arrested by another gator because yeah that is the first time um but yeah he's a he's a squid so i think we learned something today that that's a job title squid yeah. somebody that goes and squid. rescues uh frisbees from alligator infested water for like three bucks, three bucks a uh, uh, an occasion yeah yeah um while you're uh doing what you're doing Sorry, I've stopped now because I can't. I, I my uh, the it's like finding the end of the Nile. Uh, I've 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 drawn a blank. Um. So yeah, frisbee golf. So and alligators together. So let's yeah. segue gently into the ten strangest sports in the world. Now, okay. This I've had to edit this list down. It's not going to be ten because there's a couple that we we actually had in. I think it was one of our Worldly Idiots episode, which was like. The ten strangest rituals from around the world. That's right. Yeah, uh, remember, remember there was that, yeah. the one the Finnish wife carrying competition where you have to like throw your wife <laughs> over your shoulder yeah. and run, and you win her. The winner gets her weight in beer, kind of thing. Things like that are on this. <laughs> the cheese rolling down the hill in, the, in England. We know this. Gloucester. Anyways, there's yeah. some there's some uh, some good ones here. So uh, uh, we're in Bangladesh and Nepal here. So this is a kabaddi. K a b a. Yes, I know kabaddi. Do you? You won't. You won't know this. You were probably in uh, yeah. Canada at so the what's, time, what's but there used to be on on Channel Four. Mm-hmm. There used to be Kabaddi, and it was. It's basically uh, these Indian, Pakistani. Basically, it's that side of Asia, yeah. and they would hang. They would hold hands, and they would go Kabaddi, 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 and then Kabaddi, Kabaddi, and then they would get the person. It's a bit like British Bulldog, okay. but I don't even know what the rules to that are. Yeah. Chase them, chase them, and get them down. A bit, a bit like rugby with no ball. It, it pretty much is. It, it's a schoolyard game of tag, but has its roots in Indian wrestling. So during a game, the raider must run across the center line and tag players on the opposing team before returning to their own half. Now, yeah, sounds simple shout, enough. Kabaddi, 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 but the kabaddi, raider kabaddi. must also do all of this whilst holding their breath. So this is interesting. When in the this rep- is interesting. So in their opponent's half, they have to hold their breath. 
And then upon returning to their own side, the raider will chant Kabaddi, Kabaddi, Kabaddi with his exhaling ah. breath to show that he is not in hail while on the opposing side. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. There you go. This would make that's a coordination. bad board I don't game. Have. I'd get it all messed up. I'd be like, my God, I to breathe. When do Absolutely. I breathe in? How do I breathe in? When do I say Kabaddi yeah. in and out? I don't even know. Yeah. I, I would also be going, I don't know how this proves that I held my breath. Yeah. You just do another quick inhale before you turn around. <laughs> yeah, just... Yeah. Um, th- this one I saw as a kid on... I like, bet if you were a trumpet player, you'd be really good at this. Yeah. Louis Armstrong, or Louis Armstrong. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I saw this on like one of those wild worlds of sports things when I was a kid. And it's, a, it's this isn't like weird or anything like that. There's a sport called Sipak Takra. Nope. So it's like volleyball or badminton, but they use like a little wicker ball. It's a... Uh, I'll say a large, with your feet. a large grapefruit. And they're like, yeah, they're like doing roundhouse kicks and like kicking over the net. It's amazing. Watch the physicality. The uh, you, you're right. I'm looking. I look at these these people who've done this, and I think it must it must be that e- they're making it look that easy. But I I there is absolutely no way on this earth I'd be able to have that. Well, I would love to see the Glasgow you know league of Sepak <laughs> Takra, just a bunch of fat drunk guys. You know, just tripping over these guys. They're like, this is like Thailand, Malaysia. I mean, these guys are like super. It, lo- it looks like a combination between martial arts and volleyball. It's so cool yes, and you, you see it, and as they're doing it, it's kind of like they're just going, "I'm just going to kick this thing over here yeah. and this thing over here." It's, crazy. it's just it looks so therapeutic because the ball's really small too. Like if it was like a you know yeah. beach ball, I would be okay. I think I can manage yeah. it. If it was like a beach ball going slow, but this is a. A small Just give ball. me the name of it thing again. I'm going to see if there's any clubs near me. <laughs> Sepak Takra. S E P A K T A K R A W. Sepak Takra. And if you find a club, yeah. we are going to get the Kickstarter going, <laughs> so we will have our listeners pay for your membership and your outfit. Okay. There's got to be a special outfit. <laughs> oh, there's an English-speaking Sepak Takra Association. Join it. Uh, it doesn't say it's that doesn't prove it's actually in the UK, but I think it is. It's got a dot code at UK. Anyway, excellent. Carry on. Uh, I'm going to skip past zorbing. We all know what zorbing is. Yeah, Those we've heard of zorbing. Big beach yes, balls down the hill when you yes. like hamster. Chess but boxing. In the middle of it, yeah. Fancy some chess boxing. Chess. Chess boxing. Yeah. Like a. Che- like, it's what are they doing? Like the boards. Harry Potter. Yeah. Chess and boxing. So. So they, this is life-size chess, but instead of removing pieces, you remove heads. So it's 11 rounds. Um, a chess boxing fight consists of 11 rounds, alternating between six rounds of chess and five rounds of boxing. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, of course it is. Yeah. A competitor may win by knockout, technical knockout, or checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, and I love this. I love this line. Typically, as the fight goes on, the standard of chess deteriorates. <laughs> um, oh, here's one for you, Chris. Especially on a, a Monday morning. Extreme ironing. Like ironing. Yeah, like... I th- wait, I, I know of this, but I thought, yes, this was kind of like people carting their ironing boards around the world and, 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 and physically. Like, I think one's been up Everest or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, So it's like basically taking your ironing board, snowboarding with you kind of thing. And yeah, like going down, yeah. Going down the hill yeah. whilst but parachuting. Um, yeah. Parachuting's a good idea. I can see how that works, yeah. yeah they've, uh, there's a Extreme Ironing World Championship. Uh, ten countries take part. Um, it, it must be based on photographic evidence then, really. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a Swiss sport. Hornison. I say it's a combination of golf and baseball. Um, Hornison. You you bat a puck called the hornus into the air with a whip. They must get it as far as possible into their opponent's area, whilst defending the defending team must stop the puck with big placards on long sticks. It's like an oar, almost, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm watching it now, um, and it says Sw- it's a Swiss place. Hmm. Oh my god! It's like a the the thing is that their stick sort of runs around a little track. Okay. It looks incredible. It's like golf, but mad. That's that's the tagline. I'm going to watch some of these, yeah. Uh, bossa ball. Um, this is, I think... Bo- bo- sorry, bossa ball. Bossa, B-O-S-S-A, bossa ball. Um, it's a Belgian sport, but first played in Spain. That would make it a Spanish sport, as far as I'm concerned, but... Um, yeah, it's like volleyball. Incorporates like volleyball. volleyball, soccer, gymnastics, and capoeira. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's an inflatable, it I, I, inflatable yes. court with trampolines on either side of the net. Um, yeah, they've got trampolines and uh, b- bouncy castles and a net in the middle. It's th- what I tell you what this is. This was people who had all of these things in their back garden going, yeah. how can we combine this? So this, it's trampoline volleyball on an inflatable court. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, that's, uh, which... That's, that's perfect. There's nothing wrong with this at all. This mm. is this is the perfect. I like it when people combine sports. I'm not too sure about chess and boxing, but I like the everything else's. Yep. Uh, now we're into uh, Central Asia. Buzkashi. It's B-U-Z-K-A-S-H-I. Buzkashi. I've seen this on like a Michael Palin travel show or something like that okay um, yeah. this is horses isn't it it's horses but buzkashi translates to goat dragging so you can imagine it's like <laughs> polo but you're dragging a goat is now i'm watching uh it's like quidditch actually little... it's like horse it's like horseback yeah. quidditch, but instead of the little what's the lemony snicket thing what's the little thing in quidditch called this <laughs> quidditch the little thing the oh thing this is catch. this is horrible yeah. i'm just watching do... I'm, I'm actually watching it and it looks just terrifying. Drag a goat carcass or a similar animal through obstacles and then throw it into a circle, like almost like a goal. <laughs> but the thing is, There's if like you're not careful... Or hundreds of horses crashing into each other and stuff. Yeah, but that's it. And so you do that, and then because you're trying to throw a goat into a circle, the, you often end up being thrown off the horse as well. Mm-hmm. It looks insane and also not very kind. I don't like the, the look of this at all. So, the final one I got here is uh, Japanese. Bo Taoshi. B O space T A O S H I. And I'm just watching you. Yeah. I like watching your little face light up when you see these things. Um, <laughs> so, this is from reading this. It's, it's a long pair 75 players on each side. That's a crazy yeah, amount I've of seen people. This. Um, it, yeah. it feels like, like rugby and pole vaulting together. Um, yeah, the winner is to get up to top at pole. Yeah, so they kind of run, and the attacking team must bring a wooden pole um, that is perpendicular to the ground, so straight up like a flagpole, down to a 30-degree angle. The defending team must stop them and do this in an organized manner with different positions, um, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so they basically, you've got to get to the top of the pole. Um, there's also... it, 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 you, you, it says you capture a flag. Yeah. 
So that's what it's at the top of the pole. It's like a, it's like I, a WWF. What, what, it's like a cage match or something. Yes, like trying to get out yes. of a cage, but it's like running around after a pole. Uh, and and the most incredible part of this is that there's 75 people on a team. and And that's the bit where it just goes mental. And I think you could probably really enjoy watching this. It's like trying to get on a Ryanair flight when they open the gate. <laughs> <laughs> Chaos. <laughs> Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, oh wow. Well, that's around the world. I think there's something in that. I think there's something in finding weird sports from around the world. Weird Sports Central. That's what we yeah. should call it. That's you, if you ever want to do a podcast, Kev. No, I don't. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's it. There's some extra sports for you guys after our uh, Florida man was bitten in the face or on the face. Uh, by an alligator while playing disc golf. That's it for me. Brilliant. Brilliant. That's us done. Well, we're ticking along here. Uh, That's uh, episode three uh, done. Yeah, it's like, like old times. It, it is. I think that there is a notable difference in that is that we're not we're not in competition. Yeah. And that and that and it feels like the right thing. If but it doesn't. It shouldn't stop people from going online and arguing it between themselves. If if they wanted to argue, is there a format? Is there a platform? Yeah. Uh, so caps lock key on, first of all, um, for arguing. <laughs> yes. uh, at Florida yep. Podmen is the Twitter handle. Um, and then go on there and just argue. That's just it. Argue. You've got, I just noticed yeah. you've got two pairs of glasses on. Yeah, I've had two. Uh, you've got a, really not a monocle today. or bon- you've got a quadronical. Because <laughs> I've only got one arm on me glasses that it's fell off. It's like the fugitive. And the old one arm. So man. I... Yeah, and so in order to support it, I'm wearing another pair of glasses, so these ones kind of sit atop it. But it's yeah. not working. Very it's, well. it's like a, it's like if you have a, like a blind guide dog, and you've got another dog to support <laughs> the guide dog who supports the blind person. Yeah, it's an unnecessary extra. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, All right, um, right. I okay. think I'm going to uh, take a few days off, and uh, we'll circle back next week and keep going. Brilliant. Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, bye, Chris. Have an enjoyable, peaceful, yet funny week. And you too. Bye-bye. Bye, Kev. Bye, everyone.